It's Celine. And TJ. And we're back for another episode of TJ and Celine Nerd Out to Nerdy Things. I think we do that every time. You do that. I've been like doing it recurrently. Um, we are back and following suit with the previous episode we just recorded. We're going to do episode four of which show, TJ? Everyone should know by now, but which show? Mike Flanagan's The Haunting of Hill House. Correct. You are correct. How did and you I'm know? And I'm going to say it again. I call Every it time? Mike Flanagan's Netflix, or not Netflix. Mike Flanagan's Haunting of Hill House because it's very different from Shirley Jackson's The Haunting of Hill House. This is, this is a take. Nope. This is a take. And we're continuing our spooky October. Our spooktober. Spook. October. Yeah, you guys are going to get ten, all ten episodes reviewed of Hill House. What are we going to do afterward? We're going to have to figure it out before Hill House ends. Should come up. Uh, I have a list of movies, but we I should come too. up like a. We need to like. Th- like a plan. Like a th- schematic. You know what I mean? Like a list. What I think we should do is every other. I do, pick one. You pick one. I, hundred percent agree. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> But I feel like we both watch all of them. Well, we watch them, but I mean, like, like I like, pick a movie, yeah. you pick a movie, and then we get to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. You know? And why we pick. We, we should say why we picked it. Yeah. Okay. Well, this week, or, yeah, th- today's episode. I'm sorry. I'm blacked out. Uh, today's episode, or right now's episode that we just did, is Luke's episode. So we're on episode four, and we're on step for in the grieving process. We are. Which is? Depression. Probably the most common one, or the most understood one. Do you have to go through the grieving process to have it? Mine's free, so. I was going to say, I don't think I have to be an addict, <laughs> or like, sorry, be grieving somebody to go through it. Um, Anger is free for me, too. Same. Yeah. Same. So. I'm and acceptance, I've just accepted it, so. I'm always bargaining, bargaining for more, though. I'm like, give me some more fuel for this fire. Yep. But then I just deny. <laughs> I did not do that. That's the vicious cycle. I am not a bitch. I'm kind. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we got Luke, which up until now we've seen a lot more baby Luke than we have adult Luke. He hasn't, yeah, adult Luke hasn't really been in it. He's been in it in, in like. bits and pieces. Bits and pieces, but this is the first time where it, this episode is his. And, like, it, this is, like, the first time we really get the full story, because we've been, like, told he's an addict and yada, yada, yada. But this time we get to, like, understand the struggles, I guess, he faced. Honestly, you know, addiction's, like, a big deal, and I understand um, where his family's coming from when yeah. they, like, want, you know, they're, like, done. But, like... Up until this point, like, you understand it. You're like, oh, he's just a loser. Like, you get it. You get it. And then you watch the episode, and you understand, like, how much trauma he's been through, how much PTSD these kids are having. And I'm like, I mean, I would dabble in some heroin, too. Heroin, cocaine, meth. Throw a little bath, fentanyl in there. Bath salts? <laughs> I didn't even snort a Tide Pod at that point. <laughs> Anything to forget After it. After seeing all of those ghosts, I would fully, like, 
crack a light bulb open and huff it. Right. Why not? I think, they, I think they do that. I might have made that up, but I think they do that. Stick some permanent markers up my nose? Literally. That's, you know? I'm just going to huff some air. Like, what are those air canisters where you can huff? Yeah. The yeah. huffing, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Gives you like five seconds of a high, but so worth it. Y- yeah. I'm kidding. I've never actually done it. So. <laughs> I meant for him. so worth it. Yeah. Um, I've never done it. Nor do I want to. I think that's stupid. No. Don't huff. I've never huffed either, but... Drugs in general are just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so at this point, you get to, like, this episode, and Luke is kind of a piece of shit, and you're just, like, accepting of that. Yeah. Um, but he kind of has a reason, huh? Like... Just a little bit. <laughs> like, after watching... Because, see, for ep- first episode, you're like, oh, my God, that useless, rotting piece of shit. And then now I'm like, look, I would be there, too. Most addicts have a reason why they do it. Yeah. He's trying Some don't. Some are just straight up losers that just... No. They're just you know, addicts. Yeah. Like, they just don't have a reason. They no. just want to. No, no, no. Yeah. But most people have... They're trying to escape something. His is very obvious that he's trying to escape yeah. something. Um, we didn't get, like, a whole... So, there were a lot of ghosts in the background that I noticed this episode. Yeah. And why did the entire TV shut off? It's going to the screen scene. <laughs> Freaks me out every time it does the, it. To the creepy eel. Yep. Um, there were a lot more ghosts in the background that I noticed this time. And they were much creepier than normal. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of ghosts. Just standing in the shadows. Yeah. So, a fun fact that I learned was that Mike Flanagan hired, like, over a hundred extras. And it wasn't planned. He would just throw people in a back of the back of a scene and dress them according to the coloring of that, like, backdrop. Yeah. In order for them to blend in. And he, like, would hire extras every for every single shooting day and just decide how many he wanted in. And that's why he was like, nobody's come close to how many ghosts are in the background. Do you really think that, though? Or do you think that people have figured it out and he's just trying to get people to keep watching to find them all? I don't know. I feel like, I mean, maybe by now they would have found them all. I would think. I think if when it first came out, probably not. I also don't think it's fair without, like, giving a master list of, like, right. how many ghosts you should, like, if saying, like, hey, there's a hundred ghosts throughout the ten episodes. Find right. them. That's exactly. not fair. Because then, like, I'm going to think the crack in the wall that's, like, got a shadow in it is a ghost. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's a ghost. No, that's it right there. One of the, I'm not sure if we've seen it yet, but one of the creepier times there's a ghost is that there is, like, a crack. In, like, between, like, a bookshelf or something, and you can see a face. The stairs. The stairs, that's right. That was Theo's episode. Yes. When she looks down into the, um, um, the bootleg, yep. um, operation, mm-hmm. you can see a, I honestly didn't even notice it the first mm-hmm. time around, you can see a face in between the steps. Yep. It, like, I just got goosebumps thinking about nope. it. It's super creepy. Nope. Um, but yeah, Luke kind of has a good reason for... Um, why he, why he does what he does. The way he is. He, so far, I think, has come into the, the most contact with the ghosts. Which is interesting. Um, I, th- I think he was the most curious as a kid about that. Mm-hmm. And also, I think that like he was the most open to the ghosts. Yeah. He's kind of a little troublemaker. He is, yeah. You know? But, I mean, a lot of kids are. He was a curious kid, and he, yeah, I agree. He was the most open to seeing them. Yeah. 
he he communicated <clears throat> excuse me he communicated with all the ghosts or not all of them but the ghosts he knew like I'm not gonna spoil it yet but there's a couple ghosts that he comes across and sees and I can't say it without spoiling it you guys have seen the show so I'm gonna spoil it Abigail that we like don't know quite what she is yet yeah we'll get there eventually um yeah he's come in contact the most with and and by like choice might I add like little baby Luke who's so adorable and also one of Wanda's His sons in one vision yeah so cute um the way he talks is so cute too I love him he just yeah yeah Okay, you can go down, but once. Okay. <laughs> He's just so excited. Okay. <laughs> I only got two now. Yeah. Luke Crane. <laughs> it just always says it's What's so annoying. What's my favorite food? Rice. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's just, he's so adorable. He is so cute. Um, again, grade A casting choices for the kids. Like, yeah. like, I know we didn't roll call them because they're all kids and, like, have, besides Wanda's sons have done little to no acting work basically yeah so besides him you know what i realized what Nell was in black widow and he was in wandavision yeah they were both in this marvel movie yeah yeah Yeah. that's a good catch actually yeah never realized that till just right now baby nell is still cute too yes she still looks a lot like yeah baby nell baby nell just a little bit taller yeah um a couple things i wanted to bring up in this episode that I like thought of as we were watching the show. I know I just told you that I think of these on the spot, but I did actually think of this. One of the things I wanted to talk about is um, Luke seeing the basement creature. That was... TJ and I talked about this. I can't watch that scene at all. Like, I fully was not watch. I was, like, underneath the blanket. I did watch it. And my palms started sweating. Yeah, no. That's a creepy scene. It is. This show has a way of making things that aren't, like, necessarily... That was fucking creepy. That was fucking creepy. Yeah. But, like, this, like, in general, like, things that aren't, like, completely creepy, they make them eerie. I give a a lot of props, though, to the music and sound department. Yeah. Music and sound is an extremely key factor in this. Mm Mm-hmm. And sets the mood and um, moment for everything. Yep. You know, because like, if you were to watch the scene, like, just filmed as is without any sort of sound or whatever, like, you would just see someone standing there. Mm-hmm. When you add in the music of all of a sudden you got, like, the deep bass coming in. Yes. And it's like, okay, that's creepy. But then even better is all that music is playing and you don't realize it because you're tuned to it, you know? Yeah. And then it pulls away and there's no sound. And you know something's going to happen. And something's going to happen. Yeah, then you're scared. <coughs> so I think that they've played really well with that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to Luke. I personally think that this is one of the more um, boring episodes of this. This whole season's great. Yeah. And there's not really, like, a boring episode. But, like, if I had to cho- pick and choose, like, an episode that's, like... Yeah. It would be Luke's episode. I agree. It's a good episode, but no, yes, yeah. I agree. It's yeah. it's slower. It's not quite as um sorry, my eyes are super itchy today. Yeah, totally um it's not like as scary as the other ones. I also think it's not as informative. 
like we just all we see is Luke's like drug because we get to see like Sh- Shirley's family and shit like that and we get yeah. to see Theo um, doing the damn thing by being a psychiatrist and all that I stuff. I say doing the girl. Oh, also that. <laughs> and we all, at this time we're still like finding out bits and pieces about Nell too but like not really Luke. It, he yeah, doesn't really have anyone. No, no. He doesn't have anyone. Um, what do you think of his like friend that ditched him? Or girlfriend? I don't really know. They never call her Joey. That. Yeah. Um, like, what do you mean? Like, like her leaving him for the money. I think How she did... left him for drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, what could go wrong with two addicts getting together? <laughs> um, I don't know much about drug addicts. and I mean, mm-hmm. I do watch Intervention quite a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a pro. Mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> um, but... You know, I, I think that that probably happens quite a bit is yeah. you get two addicts who get involved and um, they play off at, of each other. at the first sign of a score, they're going to leave. Yeah. You know, I think that's that's probably that happens quite a bit. I just remembered the other thing I wanted to talk about. Cool for it. Luke, this whole episode is saying that he's cold, he's freezing, he's stiff, his neck hurts. And I did not realize this until you just pointed it out. And I, I, so I didn't realize it the first time I watched it. Yeah. But like the second time, I kept, we, I kept remembering him saying that's a twin thing. It's a twin, twin thing. And when he was like, I'm, I like, I'm cold. I'm so cold. And I was like, it's his neck hurt. His neck hurt. He's cold, and he's stiff. And then I was like, it's because Nell's dead, and he doesn't know. It's their twin thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I didn't catch that either. And I've seen the show like six times. <laughs> that, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, wow. Go you. Cell five. Oh, and, and not because of that. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we catch things once in a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And kind of heartbreaking that he like, it made it yeah. sadder when he found yeah. out. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, Luke signifies... Is that a word signifies? Yeah. It's not signifies. Symbolizes depression. The depression stage. Um, and for anyone who's gone through the grieving process, like that, that's, that's I think, probably one of the longer stages. Mm-hmm. If not the longest stage. Yeah. You know, because it... it for some people, it does take a long time to get to that level of acceptance. Pull yourself out. Yeah. yeah. And with him, he was so affected by what happened at the house that literally the ghost that terrified him the most, which I'm surprised it wasn't that zombie one, um, the ghost that terrified him the most latched onto him mm-hmm. and literally haunted him into his adulthood. And... He wanted to do everything he could to try to numb himself that he turned to drugs. You know? And that's pretty common in depression is when you're so depressed, you just want to do anything you can to feel better. You know? And that's what he did. You know, he, he complained to his brothers and sisters about what happened, his mom and his dad, and nobody believed him. You know, it, after a while, once, you know, people say they don't believe you, 
you know, I'd be depressed too. Also, their dad never explained anything to them. They no. left that house and he said nothing. Could you imagine? You're leaving your mom and yeah. you don't really know. You don't know what happened to her. Yeah. Like, their version of the story is that he maybe killed her. Yeah. You know, they don't know. And he says that she committed suicide, but we don't know. We but, don't know Yeah, that. he never elaborates, so. Yeah. Um, again, each, each episode, they just show each stage of the grieving process so well, I think. It's so... A lot, so much symbolism. And, and so relatable. Yes. This, of all of them, I think is um, the most relatable. I think I said that. The depression stage? Yeah. 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 Well, it's, like I said, it's one of the... It's the longest stage, you know? Because yeah. you got bargaining, which is pretty... It's um, like please, like stop. yeah. That's that's pretty, that's a, not a small stage, but it's a small stage. Denial. Some people get stuck in that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually, I think I'm going out of order. I think it's bargaining, or denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and then acceptance. Yep. Um, anger. Some people don't get out of that one. They, you know, say angry, but depression. That depression and anger, I feel like, kind of go together. Yes. You know, where you, you get. St- so stuck in them that it's hard to move on to that level of, of acceptance. I agree. But, um, one of the... I don't think this episode had any moments that were similar to the book. Not that I know of, anyway. You did point any out. I, said, I don't think I pointed anything out. It was a slower episode. It was, yeah. Um, but one of the things that I enjoyed, because I didn't realize what he was doing, was he was counting to seven. A lot throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, mm-hmm. five, six. Well, we all know how to count to seven. And Mason asked about it while yeah. we watched. And so, yeah, Mason and Celine's husband asked about this. What What does that mean? And when I first watched it, I'm like... What is he counting? Is he like... I thought he had OCD. Is he tweaking out or, you know, like... I thought he was like OCD and he needed yeah. to walk a certain amount of steps. Yeah, because it's like a really OCD thing. Yeah. And then you find out he... He made it up as a child as a way to protect himself, he thought. Mm-hmm. Cope with scary things. Yeah. And he counted to seven because of there's seven members in his family. Mm-hmm. So he'd count to seven and he said, sometimes you have to do it a lot, like a lot, a lot to keep the bad things, the away. Bad things away. And I told Celine, I said, it's interesting that that um, stayed with him into adulthood. I know. Um, because he was so traumatized that he kept doing it because he felt like it helped. That's like a common thing that happens in like kids yeah. with trauma. Like you, you don't, um, you do something from your past, or I, I don't know. Like you do the same thing. I think you rewatch the same show over and over again for yeah. comfort reasons, and it's like he's doing something similar to that. It's comfort comforting for him. Yeah. Like, like an OCD thing. Yeah, like you know, you know it. Yeah. You're good. So if you keep doing it, it just it maybe helps, makes you feel comfortable. I think but so I think the idea, the placebo of it all. Yeah. This episode, we get introduced. They don't call him by name. None of the ghosts ever actually get called by name, other no. than Poppy. Yeah. But we haven't met Poppy yet. So, no. um, but this ghost was William Hill. Um, William Hill, we find out later on. Um, 
was kind of nuts. He went to an, an, an insane asylum when he was a teenager, which is actually where he met Poppy. <laughs> and uh, he moved back to the house like in his early 20s and pretty much went crazy. Either he went crazy or the house drove him crazy. And uh, he, well, you learn about that later. I don't want to, I guess, talk about it right now. But um, you meet him this episode. And he's this really tall floating ghost who is looking for his uh, bowler hat. Yep. How do they call it that? Do you know why? I don't know why. I don't either. Um, he's a really scary ghost. He floats and he's really tall. He's huge. Yep. And you can hear him walking through the halls, tapping his cane. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it's creepy. It's it's eerie. Yes. And this is the ghost that actually latched on to Luke and haunted him in his adulthood years. Why do you think that is? You think it's because Luke was like so so communicative? I think it's maybe because he touched his hat. Mm. But so did the mom. Yeah. But the, all the mom she died. died yeah. But um. I think because Luke was so infatuated with it that mm -hmm. the ghost was like, all right, well, hey, if you I'm like it through. so much, you're mine now, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming back. Um, really creepy ghost. He's, I, I was reading a, like a, a history of the house and apparently William Hill was, a, he wasn't a very tall man mm -hmm. and he was obsessed with being taller. So that's why his ghost is tall. So um, I, I don't know why he floats, though. I don't know if that's just supposed to be, to be taller. Well, maybe just like to make it more ghostly. Oh, that I don't know. They didn't explain. Mm. But um, I thought that was interesting, though, because they don't really ever say that in the in the show. No. But um, Mike Flanagan or maybe it was like the art director actually wrote like a blog about um, the show oh. and they came up with like backstories for each character. And they said William Hill was obsessed with being tall. Or wanting to be taller. That's really cool, actually. I did not know that. Yeah. Another interesting thing that I learned when I was reading about kind of the history of the show was they actually had planned on doing episodes for a whole backstory of the house. Um, but they ran out of time. Uh, and um, episodes. Episodes, essentially. It would, would have cost too much money to bring in a whole new set of characters. That, that would be really cool second season, or like, new version. So I really hope at some point they explore that. That would be really cool. Because I feel like you can tell they wanted to explore that, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe not so much now in later episodes. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like that would be a great way to come back to the show. I agree. You know? Because there's, 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 It'd be a there's good so much material too. there, you know? And yeah, good revisit. And I just feel like there's so much material there that they could totally do. Not not a second season, but a prequel season. Uh -huh. You know? Because I, I definitely think that this whole series, the Crane family, has a good beginning, middle, and end. Uh, yeah. You know? I, again, I said this to TJ during, um, while we were watching. Maybe we, I said during a podcast, too. I don't remember. Um, you could definitely tell that this was a passion project. And that yeah. Bly Manor was just like a follow-up to keep the momentum. Yeah. And who knows, maybe he... No, Mike Flanagan, when he like is passionate about something, it's a good movie or show. 
Yeah, but this is like the only one of his I really like. <laughs> Hush was good. Hush was good, yes. That was really good. What other movies has he done? Or shows? He did Doctor Sleep, which was okay. Yeah, that um, wasn't bad. The extended version is actually better than the theatrical. Because it's like a half hour longer. Or mm-hmm. 45 minutes longer. Did you see the movie Gerald's Game yeah. on Netflix? Yep. He did that, which also has Carla... Kate Siegel? Uh, no. Carla Gugino? Yeah. She's uh, in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He's done a lot of Netflix movies. I'm looking it up right now. That's what I thought. I, and I thought a lot... Like, I know they've been successful... Known for Midnight Mass, The Haunting of Hill House, and Bly Manor, Doctor Sleep. Um, he did Ouija, Origin of Evil. Oh, he did Oculus too. Oculus, that was mm-hmm. the other one. That's a really good mm-hmm. one. Um, oh, he also did the other Netflix movie called Before I Wake. That was pretty good too. Oh, really? I think Henry Thomas was in that one too. Hold on. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Annabeth, Annabeth Gish, who plays Mrs. Dudley. Oh, she was in that one. Oh, okay. Um, okay. He, he likes to use a lot of the same actors. I, I can tell. Um, But, like, why wouldn't you? Yeah, you know? they work. Yeah. I mean, Ryan Murphy does it with American Horror 100%, Story. 100%. And it worked out for him. Yeah, 10 seasons now. Yeah. Um. So, I guess he has had a couple good movies. Yeah. A couple stinkers, but... That's any director. You live and you learn. I mean, that's like American Horror Story, too. There's really good seasons, and then there's seasons you're like, the fuck? <laughs> this season hasn't been bad. This season has been really good. I like yeah. it so far. Depends on how they end it, though. We're yeah. at a precipice that I'm not quite sure about. I'm not sure either, but that's American Horror Story. Yeah. So. Um, it's funny, because for like a... An episode that's a little bit slower. This has so far been a long, our longest episode. <laughs> We're tangenting. We yes. keep talking about things that aren't the episode. I actually don't have a whole lot to say about this episode. Just because it, it was pretty basic in like concept. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, we're on stage four or five of the grieving process. Mm-hmm. Next is Nell's episode, which is acceptance. And uh, yeah, we'll talk about that one. Probably my favorite episode of the whole. I think so too whole show I think so too so any, any anything else you'd like to say um that episode is I think when I'm going to revisit um one of my favorite quotes so you, you guys can tune in next did week. you tell me no before oh, okay I didn't tell you yet no. I was like wait I don't I don't feel like you have no um yeah I don't really have anything more so me either alright well that's all we got then We'll sign off and TJ and Celine out. We go. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> Don't want to be a baby. <laughs> <laughs>